what's up everyone? Welcome back to the Cold Comedy Show. You're listening to Curtis Mayfield, man. I'm just chilling, listening to my boy Curtis. Man, that man knew how to write songs back in the day, you know what I'm saying? I grew up old school. Old school had messages, you know what I'm saying? That's it. Listen to the darkness. With that said, what's up everyone, how you doing? Welcome back to the Cold Comedy Show. I'm your host, Ricky Cole. Let's get this show rolling. Let's get it started. Well, Ted Cruz took a cruise to Cancun. They had to turn around and bring his ass back because people in Texas are dying and freezing. Well, freezing and dying, however you want to go, even though it's fucked up down there in Texas. Abbott got on Fox Lying Ass Network and tried to blame that shit on the Green Deal. You know, yesterday I said, rest in peace, Rosalind Ball. I just dropped that baby. Um, you know, Rosalind Ball was one of the most racist white motherfuckers ever want to be on TV. And I shouldn't be swearing, but hey, that's the truth. The motherfucker got paid for being racist. That's some crazy shit. But you know, I'm not going to talk about that dead motherfucker. I want to talk about Ted Cruz and Texas. Texas wanted to break away from the union. Hey, if Texas left, you see what the fuck Texas got to put up with, right? A lot of people voted for Ted Cruz to send his ass back to D.C. Oh, you got what you paid for. I'm just keeping it real. Not the brothers and sisters who didn't vote for the motherfucker, but I'm talking about the motherfuckers who voted for Donald Trump. After all the shit Donald Trump did to this country, and they put Ted Cruz's ass back in power. And that John John Corden, whatever his fucking name is, all of those separatist, segregationist, racist motherfucking crackers. Even though uh, Ted Cruz got a little uh, Latino salt on it, on his racism. But this is it, man. This is what climate change sounds like. You know, people have been telling you climate is coming, climate is changing, whatever you want to call it. But nobody listens, especially these rich mugs who own racism and propaganda who took over Texas. Remember, when the South went from blue to red, the crazy still stayed crazy. All right, I'm just keeping it real, man. I'm just keeping it real. Wake up. Right now, you know, Texas is like a third world country. Just imagine if we got nuked. People suffering in Texas from man-made disaster of not investing in your people, not investing in Texas. You know, they, they living good. How a rich man know what a poor man's needs? He doesn't, because he doesn't have those needs. Come on out of the darkness, okay? You listen to the cold comedy show and take you to the light. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You know what I'm saying? This is what's going on in our country. This is when they say socialism doesn't work. They need socialism to make this shit work. People standing in food lines and looking for handouts, that's socialism. If I didn't care about my neighbor, you'd die. And you see, you're dying, not only from COVID, from neglect and a misrun state. Here on the Cold Comedy Show, we're going to talk about a lot of things. Oh, by the way, we got to talk about Governor Cuomo and the way MSNBC and CNN have grabbed onto that fucked up story about Cuomo miscounted um, some, oh, some um, elderly homes. A lot of elderly died and um, 
Cuomo since those back to the Kamala's home who had COVID. And then some more died. Hey, man, did anyone remember the fucking year ago that that virus was kicking everyone's ASS? And next thing you know, every governor didn't get no funding, no help, no government assistance from Donald J. Trump administration. But all of a sudden now, Cuomo is at, at fault because he'd fucking changed some numbers on a piece of paper. Or he sent some old folks back to a convalescent home so more old folks who wasn't contaminated got contaminated, and that's a criminal offense. But he forgot the people who worked in the motherfucker had to go home. They might have been contaminated. You don't know. This shit was so crazy. But yet, MSNBC, CNN grabbed that Fox bullshit and ran with it. Because some Democrats, all you need is one turn turncoat, and next thing you know, Cuomo is the villain. This is what's going on in this country. They want to distract. Cuomo, the man been on TV every freaking day when this virus broke out. I'm talking about the COVID-19 virus broke out. And everyone, when we was looking for Donald Trump, we was talking about, I have a coffin, of some bleach, uh, let me see, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, just go outside and go back to work. Don't worry about it. You drop dead, you drop dead. You kill your grandma, who cares? I'm the president. It's all the hoats. Don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. Do a mask. Don't dance with a mask. Don't wear a mask. Don't you're a pussy if you don't go back to work. Boy, I know it's an insult to women, but hey, that's what it is, you know? That's how they think, man. This is what white nationalism sounds like when I'm telling you they didn't give a shit. Now, all of a sudden, the liberal networks, you know what's funny? Uh, let me break it down for a second. You know, I know Cuomo ain't the perfect person in the world. Cuomo is not fucking perfect. But he ain't a bullshitter. You know, know, hey, somebody's fucked up some numbers. Brother got on TV and said, hey, shit ain't right. You know what I'm saying? He, He got up there and said it. But what gets me with all of this, they're trying to make a story out of nothing. Oh, the FBI are investigating Cuomo. What about Ron DeSantis? This motherfucker actually hid numbers. Hey, take a load off. Back to Ted Cruz in Texas. That motherfucker went to Ted. Ted Cruz went to Cancun. Cancun, Mexico. And came up with some bullshit excuse. See, my daughter wanted to go on the field trip to Cancun, by the way. And I need, you know, and, and, you know, and I just said to take her because her friends was in Cancun, by the way. At a four-star hotel. You know, it just so happened those little kids would love to swim in an expensive swimming pool and stay in a suite in Cancun, Mexico. (laughs) Meanwhile, people standing in fuel lines, hungry lines. Apartments that are below 32 degrees, you know what I'm saying? Because of them racist, greedy motherfuckers didn't give a shit about the citizens of Texas. You know, you're gonna, you're my, my mother and my grandmother and everyone always said, you only can tell a lie for so long before that lie catches up with you. And when it catches them, when that truth catches that lie, 
no one will ever believe a goddamn thing you said the rest of your life. You're going to be known as a liar. And that's what I see about white supremacy and the Republican White Nationalist Party. You've been lied to. And you're lying to us. So take a load off. Because Texans, those who voted for Ted Cruz, those who voted for that fucked up governor, and the rest of those representatives, this is what you paid for. This is your government. That's what you wanted. So while you sitting in your house or your good house, your expensive mansion or your apartment building, or you homeless, or in your car, those who didn't vote for, tr for that shit, they was trying to tell you something. But nah, y'all overwhelmed and cheated and here we go. Deregulation, free, free markets. All that was code language for let the white man have all the wealth and the power and fuck everyone else. Well, Southern white man, by the way. Well, today on the Cold Comedy Show, I'm going to be talking to my boy, my son. Um, we were talking about a few things, so I actually forgot what the hell we were talking about. We recorded it. So, you know, he mo that was mostly his show, you know, by the way. And, I'm oh, by the way, before I even let this shit go, um, shout out to everyone who support the Cold Comedy Show. I really want to get away from politics. Joe Biden is so fucking boring. I love it. Don't you love it? Shut up and get the job done. Meanwhile, Donald Trump trying to say he has a secret government. Trying to run like uh, his version of the United States government in the back of his psyche. In the back of his psyche mind. I call him a psychotic crazy ass. And as you know, I, I you know one thing about Donald Trump, I have to give it to him though. He brought off he brought out the truth about America because he said he can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. Not only he getting away with it, but he exposing all the evil in the Republican Party. And with that said, I'll be right back. Let me be straight with you. This is Before I carry on in this crazy unpolitical show that I'm going to do one more damn time, you know, I was listening and thinking about all the old school songs back in the day when we was young, you know, and, you know, the records, I'm talking about all types of music, man, not just R&B, but I'm talking about old school R&B. Today, these kids, man, my son was playing some stuff. I don't know. What the fuck are they talking about? But, you know, you take that shit back to some old schools like Betty White. Thank you. 
to the cold comedy show. I'm talking about this old school sound, man. That's what I'm talking about. Right there. Old school sound. You know, what happened, happened to the music today, man? What, what happened? What happened? You know, we know the world is upside down and crazy, but I'm talking about, it can't be this fucking crazy. It is. My son plays some shit I ain't never heard. I mean, like, damn. They don't beg no more. This is the man the shit. And women don't give a fuck. Niggas be talking about other shit. I use the N-word. I'm sorry. Them little niggas be running around the room. And they're disrespectful as hell, man. Maybe that's why the world screwed up. You know, I mean, hey, 30, 35 years ago, the 80s was around. We was partying. We went through a lot of stuff. But nothing like that old school sound. I'll be right back. Yeah, I was chilling with this old school, old song by Betty White. I miss Betty. What a woman. What an artist. Well, you know, on the cold coming show, we was going to pull this. Um, I was going to talk about Ted Cruz, you know, bringing his ass back from Cancun. But everyone else done jumped on Ted. You know what I'm saying? I don't fought Ted. I taught the, I fought. Let me get it right. I fought the people of Texas for sending Ted Cruz ass back to Washington. Hey, look, Donald Trump won Texas. Hey, maybe people who voted for Ted Cruz and Donald Trump believe in what they got from Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. Disappointment. Maybe they thought big government didn't help. Maybe they thought that socialism was a word that the Republicans used like a weapon. Now they need Yeah, you need socialism. You have leaky fucking houses. Um, You have no water because you have leaky fucking houses. A lot of those people who don't deserve to be going through what the fuck they're going through because white supremacy ran Texas into the ground. Well, I was going to talk more about Ted Cruz, like I said earlier in the cold comedy show. But, A, the president of these United States 
the guy that we put in power have a message. So I said, well, fuck my show. Let's listen to the press. Maybe you might learn something. Or maybe you realize that the dude might be halfway senile. I don't know, but the dude's senile. He making sense to me. Hired in more than 130 cities in Michigan. And that's just the beginning. It's only been four weeks. And for folks who aren't near a pharmacy or mass vaccination centers, we're deploying mobile clinics. These are special vehicles and pop-up clinics that meet folks where they live. Folks who don't have access to transportation to get the shots. We're also supplying vaccines to community health centers, federal community health centers, to reach those who are hit the hardest. Black, Latinos, Native Americans, and rural communities, which have higher rates of COVID infections and deaths than any other group. Here in Michigan, we're already partnering with community health centers, serving more than 370,000 patients in 11 cities across the state. That's because you guys have pointed out where they were, why it was so important, and how we get to, as Gary talks about, get to the people most in need and the people most dying from COVID. This is important to ensure everyone is treated equally and those hardest hit get the care they deserve. We're now at a point where you've seen the average daily number of people vaccinated nearly double from the week before I took office to about 1.7 million average per day getting a shot. We're on track to surpass my commitment. You may remember when I said in my first 100 days just before I was inaugurated, it seemed like 100 days, but anyway, first 100 days before I was inaugurated, that we'd administer 100 million shots in my first 100 days. But we're on the path to do that. We're averaging 1.7 million a day. Soon we'll be at 50 million, and I'm confident we'll exceed the number. But that's just the floor. We have to keep going. But despite the progress, we're still in the teeth of a pandemic. New strains are emerging. In a few days, we'll cross 500,000 Americans who will have died from COVID-19. 500,000. That is almost 70,000 more than all the Americans who died in World War II over a four-year period. All the sorrow, all the heartache, all the pain. While we wait for everyone to get vaccinated, we still need you to wash your hands, stay socially distanced, and mask up to help save lives. That's why, with the authority I have as president, I signed an executive order, the only authority I have to require this, to require masking on all federal property, all modes of travel like planes, trains, and buses. We've been calling on governors and mayors and local officials, Republicans and Democrats, to institute mask mandates within their jurisdictions, just like Governor Whitmer has done here in Michigan. Look, I know it's inconvenient, but you're making a difference when you do it. Everything we do matters. We need everyone to do their part for themselves, for their loved ones, and yes, for your country. It's a patriotic duty. We need Congress to pass my American Rescue Plan that deals with the immediate crisis, the urgency. 
Now, critics say my plan is too big, that it costs $1.9 trillion. So that's too much. Let me ask them, what would they have me cut? What would they have me leave out? Should we not invest $20 billion to vaccinate the nation? Should we not invest $290 million to extend unemployment insurance for the 11 million Americans who are unemployed so they can get by while they get back to work? Should we not invest $50 billion to help small businesses stay open when tens of thousands have had to close permanently? Should we not invest, and by the way, they make up half the employment in America. Should we not invest $130 million to help schools across the nation open safely? Right now, 24 million adults, 11 million children, don't have enough food to eat. And lest you think I'm exaggerating, think of those scenes you've seen on the television with cars lined up which seem like miles to wait to have someone put a box of food in their trunk. People never, ever, 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 ever thought they would need help. And through no fault of their own, they're in that circumstance. If we don't pass the American Rescue Plan, 40 million Americans will lose nutritional assistance through a program we call SNAP, the old food stamp program. Do we not invest $3 million, $3 billion to keep families from going hungry? One in five Americans are behind in their rent. One in 10 are behind in their mortgages. How many people do you know that will go to bed tonight staring to the ceiling and say, God, what is gonna happen if I don't get my job, if I don't have my unemployment check? What's happened to me? I'm losing my health insurance. What do I do? This is the United States of America, for God's sake. We invest in people who are in need. Do we not invest $35 billion to help people keep a roof over their heads? I could go on, but you get the point. I'm grateful that the Senate and the House are moving quickly. And I'm prepared to hear their ideas on how to make the package better and make it cheaper. I'm open to that. We have to make clear who is helped and who is hurt. My hope is that the Republicans in Congress listen to their constituents. According to the polls, there is overwhelming bipartisan support. The vast majority of the American people, more than 70% of the American people, with all the polls you all conduct, including the majority of Republicans, want us to act and act big and quickly and support the plan. Major economists, left, right, and center, say we should focus on smart investments we can make now in jobs and our people to prevent long-term economic damage to our nation and to strengthen the economic competitiveness going forward. In fact, an analysis by the Wall Street firm Moody's estimates that if we pass my American Rescue Plan, the economy will create 7 million jobs this year. This year. We've also been in constant contact with mayors and governors county officials, members of Congress, both parties, both parties. I've met with them in my office. I've met with them in, on the, on the internet, on, on, on Zooming on with them. Both parties in every state. And guess what? They agree we have to act now. I got a letter from more than 400 mayors from big cities and small towns 
They understand we're not going to get our economy back in shape and the millions of people back to work until we beat this virus. That's why the American Rescue Plan puts $160 million billion into more testing and tracing, manufacturing and distribution, and setting up vaccination sites. Everything is needed to get vaccines in the people's arms, which is the most difficult logistical effort the United States has undertaken in peacetime. It includes $4 billion for new manufacturing plants. So we're ready to manufacture vaccines in the future. We don't have to wait. I'm going to close with what I said before. I'll always be straight with you. I said to my inaugural, I'll be, be, give it to you straight from the shoulder, as Roosevelt said. Because the American people can take the truth. They can handle anything. I can't give you a date when this crisis will end. But I can tell you, we're doing everything possible to have that day come sooner rather than later. And all of you here are doing some of the most important work in this facility right here that can be done. And I know this is personal. I walked in today and I won't say who came up to me, but one of the people in this building came up to me and said, my father-in-law is dying from COVID. I said, can I call him? He said, no, he couldn't take a call. He's just keeping his prayers, please. How many of you know somebody who's in real trouble or has passed? How many people do you know who sat down to breakfast this morning and looked at an empty chair across the table? You've seen the devastation of this virus in your family, your community, but you're stepping up. You're saving lives here. Lives of your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow Americans. You're showing how this town, this state, this country takes care of our own. Leave nobody behind. We can do anything when we do it together. I believe we're on the road. I promise you. I know we'll run into bumps. It's not going to be easy here to the end, but we're going to beat this. We're going to beat this. May God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Now, thank you, you people, for all you do. Thank you. You was listening to the President of these United States of America on the Cold Comedy Show. You're going to keep it real. You're going to tell you what what you should hear, not try to disguise it in some bullshit. Like Fox News, Newsmax, News One, St. Clair Broadcasting, Donald J. Trump, and the Republican Nazi Party. By the way, back to Texas. After listening to a real president, you know, Ted Cruz making all types of excuses, man. I was going to let him go because I it's not Ted Cruz's fault. It's the voters' fault, like I said early in the cold comedy show. But, you know, Ted... Ted... He's not really American. He committed treason. When he believed and connected to that lie. No, Ted knew that was a lie. That Donald Trump won. Um, um, Stop the steal. Ted Cruz latched on to it. Knowing darn well that Donald Trump lost. Well, goodbye Ted Cruz. If the people of Texas who made... Plenty of mistakes. Not all, but those who voted for Donald Trump did. 
let Ted Cruz win another seat. When his time, you got y'all got you have about five years of Ted Cruz, but you can get rid of the governor. You can get rid of the, um, the lieutenant governor. You can get rid of the house. You know the Texas Senate and House, and put people in this House and the Senate that cares about Texas. Nah, what you're gonna do is forget about this shit because you're so goddamn brainwashed. Listen to Hannity Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingrams, hey Mark the fucking Vin. And that little dude who hooked on Carly B. Um, what was that fucker name? It come to me. But he's something else. He says something today. I'm going to play. But that was the president of the United States. A real president. Going to shoot from the hip. Tell you what's real. A real president. That's the Irish. Boom. Joe Biden, a real man. Oh, by the way, before I let this go, um, you know, I don't like what they're doing to Cuomo, Governor Cuomo. I don't like how some shit was on Fox News trying to take Cuomo down. I don't care about MSNBC, CNN, because those bastards who put that shit out there should have researched it. Cuomo was the head dog of, I think he was the head prosecutor of New York State, district attorney, state attorney, whatever you want to call it. Um, he know the law, put it like that. He knows the law. And so they was like, the story is that Cuomo um, sent six sick people who got sick from COVID in the convalescent home, back to the convalescent home. And they should have stayed in the hospital. At the time, if you remember, that was overwhelmed. So everybody was dropping dead in New York, in every borough. And all of a sudden now you have to decide who's sick, who's not, you send them back. Not thinking about the workers could be contaminated. So now all of a sudden this whole game is that Cuomo did something wrong. He undercounted the dead in the convalescent homes. And also, he attributed to the death because he sent those who were sick back to the convalescent homes when New York didn't have no fucking beds in the hospital. But the media, well, I don't call them medias anymore because there's no fucking real journalists out there. There's assholes who read from a teleprompter, and that's all they know. They walk in, punch in, and read. There's nothing else I can say. The virus is killing thousands of people a minute in New York. If you remember back a year ago. Around this time, we was going into quarantine. Donald Trump didn't give a damn. So all the states are on their own. We need help, federal help. Well, nope, 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 nope. They was trying to kill us. So in Queens, Brooklyn, the Bronx, where more minorities were dying from this shit, or our elderly, his hands were tied. Maybe he undercounted the dead. Maybe he sent people back that thought was healthy, but then weren't thinking that the virus that goddamn contagious. It's chaos. Can't point fingers and say he did it. 
But you want to point fingers, let's point fingers at Texas. Leadership, Republicans, very racist, want to secede from the union. Ted Cruz, take a vacation while people freeze and die. Not only had the virus, food lines, now you have a climate disaster. You know, corporate greed is of something else. Ted Cruz and the governor and all them people were born and paid for by the fossil fuel industry. These are the results of ignorance and don't give a damn about the working class. But the working class believe the lies, what they put on TV, disguised as entertainment news, and next thing you know, you're voting against your own interests. Southern white man been doing that shit since this fucking country's been founded. The rich manipulate the poor. All you gotta do is throw out some immigrants at the border and black folks are the criminals and wow, you got those racist piece of shits wrapped around your fingers. They vote against their own goddamn grandmother who is on social security. Her socialism. Can't blame the Green New Deal. You can't say all of that bullshit. It's the people of Texas putting people in power that shouldn't be in power. So while you look up at your leaky ceiling and you look down at your wet floor and you wonder why you're still coughing and dying from COVID and food lines are mild just to get heat and hot water, you're freezing and starving and can't get and thirsty. You did this to yourselves by voting for Ted Cruz and that fucked up Republican government. Free markets is not the answer. You need socialism. Texas, Social Security, FEMA, United States government. I'll be right back. But that was the President of the United States, Joe Biden, a real person, going to shoot from the hips and tell you the truth. I'll be right back. You know, I want to get back to the old school, old song, Remedy. I wanted to play some old school records for you and let you listen to how music was really being written and and perform, I mean, with soul and with energy. But I can't because on the cold comedy show, too much crazy shit is going on, right? After you listen to the president explain what he's going to be honest with you up front and telling you he got a long way to go to get this country back on his feet. Meanwhile, we listen to fucking white nationalist networks. They talking about some shit that sound like Star Trek crazy. No, 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 Star Wars crazy. Nah, nah, nah. United States Space Force crazy do what the Washington way is they want Republicans to behave and they want us to play by their rules and they want us to go to the New York Times editorial board and wring our hands and wait for an op-ed and that's a system that's that's done I mean we've upended the, the game in Washington and the Washington insiders don't like that I get that and it's gonna take a couple of elections to really fix that I think there's nobody better to do that than an improved Donald Trump 
an improved Donald what uh, an improved Donald Trump 3.0 not only better to fuck up the United States government he's an upgrade he's going to destroy the United States government with his incompetence but it's 3.0 incompetence this time he's going to be so fucking unsensitive to reality that whoo god no sense of morals oh my god it's going to be up three points oh my god fox news is going to go crazy trying to keep up with 3.0 crazy ass it knew improved donald trump he's going to come out of fucking mar-a-lago Improve. He is the dangerous one. He knows all uneducated ignorance, most exposed to stupidity. Donald Trump. Believe in conspiracies and all of that crazy shit. Infowar is going to have to step back to this new improved fool. They want to unleash it onto the world. Not only he's going to pull a coup, this time he's going to burn the whole goddamn country completely down. And we're going to get him the codes to do so. Because he's new and proved Donald J. Dumbass Trump. Come on, give me a break, man. Give me a freaking break. You know, let's find out what else is going on with white nationalist crazy world. I think the governor of Texas has something to say. But I'm not quite sure yet. Um, I know he has something to say. Because you know what? People who voted for that piece of crap. I wouldn't call him shit crap. Um... He was, you know, he was running the gauntlet for a while. You know, he was out there, man. He he was the white nationalist of all white na- He's more better than Rick Perry. That's the dude. Rick Perry was governor when he fucked up the deregulations because they all wanted to secede from the union for some reason. You know, they, they believe in that daughters and confederacy bullshit. Well, yeah, yeah, state rights, uh, white supremacy. I wonder if slavery would have survived to the 21st century. You think they would have cared? Like, wow, we have people beneath. No. Our fucking doctors would be veterinarians and Sambo would just be a fucking shoe polish and It sounds crazy like an old fucking movie, doesn't it? Just imagine the South would have won the war. But they did. They did. We had to create a green book. Blacks were to fight for rights. They was taking them away. They were building statues and, you know, in tribute, in tribute to those who committed treason against this democracy. They was welcomed into the House, the Senate, the banks, investors. Business deal, the moderates, go along with those to win. Hey, let's find out what this crazy bastard from Texas is talking about. Grit. Uh, a lot of power has been returned to most Texans right now, but it sort of led to a cascading uh, a series of issues, including water that isn't safe and indeed food shortages the governor right now i want to thank the first responders who are working to keep texans safe i want to say thanks to the the truckers the farmers the ranchers the grocery store workers and refinery workers who are ensuring that texans have the food and the food supplies they need right now 
Because of their tireless efforts, we continue to make tremendous strides to overcome the challenges over the past week. We're working nonstop with local and federal partners. My staff and I have been in communication with local leaders as well as emergency officials throughout the state, and we will continue to work closely with them. We're also working with the Biden administration and federal officials. I talked to the president last night, and uh, he called to let me know uh, that he was going to go ahead and approve the major disaster declaration uh, that Texas would be submitting. Texas submitted that disaster declaration last night. We're still awaiting word about confirmation uh, of what President Biden told us last night. What this approval will do is it will give Texans the ability to apply for individual assistance from FEMA, which will then provide them with funding to help fix damages to their homes that are not covered by private insurance. Socialism. So, wait a minute, hold on. Blow my mind here. This piece of white piece of trash who run Texas into the ground, along with Rick Perry, by the way, and the rest Ted Cruz and the rest of those clowns, right? Um, always talking about socialism. Socialism is bad. Now they're going to take socialism from the United States government. Think about that for a moment. Let's finish. Because that is crazy, don't you think? Of restoring power to Texas homes. Initially, I will tell you that there are no longer any residential power outages due to the lack of power generation. However, there are still about 165,000 Texas households that remain without power. These are the result of either downed lines or the need for the power company to manually reconnect the residents to the power system. For those still without power, we want them to know that local providers are working around the clock to restore electricity. I have been following this online and my observation shows two things and that is most of the people who still remain without power were in the swath of where the storm covered the state across the central part of Texas whether it be from West Texas to East Texas uh, and that secondly it seems like uh, about 10 to 20,000 restorations take place each hour so I know that the local power companies are working swiftly. The second focal point today is restoring water for Texans. Today I have issued waivers to cut red tape to accelerate this process. Uh, our actions today include the following things. Uh, to help localities get clean water back in people's homes, TCEQ, the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, as of 5 p.m. today, is standing up a phone bank for local water utilities who are unable to get water testing at their contracted labs. This phone bank will connect local facilities with another lab that can test their water quickly. You know it's funny. It take a storm to get a piece of shit governor like him to do his fucking job. It's a shame. Now he goes on TV, he reads off a fucking list of what things they got to get done. Like he really give a shit. That shit should have been done decades ago. 
You know, you look at the list that they had planned is to basically cut minorities from trying to vote, help Chick-fil-A, and other bullshit that they were thinking about working on. And by the way, the problem Texas have is not because Texas is mismanaged by a bunch of idiots um, and stupid voters who believe in those idiots. I'm thinking, wow. Now we have so much to say. He's accepting socialism. That's it. He needs socialism. When you hear that word, oh, they're just socialists. Think about Texas. They need people to help them to get out of the situation that fucking ignorance and selfishness got them into. I would throw racism and bigotry in there, but no, there's mostly ignorance and selfishness and greed. Mostly greed. I don't want to listen to no more of this fucking asshole from Texas. Only one asshole I'm interested in right now is Ted Cruz. And before the cold comedy show close out, I want to hear what the fuck that asshole had to say. Has to say. Let me get the English right. Has to say. I'll be right back. Thank you.